0: Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast, Behind the Shadows. My name is Courtney. And my name is Kenna. We are both sisters, and we love creepy stuff. I even own a black cat, which is right here, Salem.
1: Yes, he will regularly interrupt us, but we will not complain.
0: Yes. So, we just like the creepy shit. Um, Anything from serial killers
1: to... Ghosts, to the Loch Ness Monster, Sasquatch, Aliens, Mysterious Disappearances. Yes. We really don't want to bog ourselves down to one subject. We like anything that is dark and creepy and unexplainable. Um, basically anything behind the shadows, yes. one would say. Yes. So what we also
0: enjoy is hearing from other people. On their creepy shit. So, email us at what's the email? Behind the Shadows Podcast at gmail.com Yes, send your creepy shit. We will read it on the podcast
1: every week. Um, I and think- you will get to hear our genuine reactions because we won't read them until. Yes. Yeah, I like I like the surprise element. Yes. Oh, oh, it's like oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's that adds fun to it. Yeah, so
0: we're super excited to do this. Um, tell your friends, subscribe, rate.
1: Um, we'll see how this goes. Let's go ahead and get started then, shall we? Yep. And I do want to state that this is not our first take, so we do know <laughs> what we're about to tell each other, but for future reference, we will be um, shrouding the mystery, an extra, an extra layer of mystery by not telling each other what we're talking about throughout the episodes until, the, until we record the episode. Right. And okay. And so Courtney's going first? Yes.
0: So what I'm going to do today is one of my favorite ghost stories, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Winchester Mystery House. She does. She has a mug. I do have a mug from where my boss at my last job went on vacation, and he brought me back a mug. So, um... With the Winchester Mystery House, um, my my sources, I got my information from Wikipedia and WinchesterMysteryHouse.com. So, it's a historic landmark in San Jose, California. Um, It was owned by Sarah Winchester and William Winchester, who created the Winchester brand of firearms. And... um, Her infant daughter died of a childhood illness, and then, unluckily, a few years later, her husband was taken by TB.
1: Ah, tuberculosis. (laughs)
0: Um, So, shortly after her husband's death, Sarah left their home in Connecticut, moved out to San Jose. She bought an eight-room farmhouse and began what can only be described as the world's longest home renovation. Uh, It only stopped when Sarah passed on September 5th, 1922. So, um, these, it went on construction from 1886
1: to 1922. That's insane. Around the clock, nonstop, doing whatever. Can you imagine how annoying that must have been? Do you remember when Dad rated the kitchen? Hmm. And we were just constantly annoyed all the time. Yes. Imagine that just being in life.
0: Oh, I know. (laughs) And watching those, like, flip it shows. Oh, No, thank you. I couldn't do it. (laughs) And the fact that it went on for so long. So she thought that as long as the house was under construction, the ghost of whoever was killed by the Winchester gun didn't kill her. So she just... Kept building. A uh, some crystal ball sidekick told her that, and she ran with it. <laughs> Boy, did she! <laughs> so, um, some of the different things that they that this house has, which is insane, just looking at the pictures. It's twenty four thousand square feet. I really don't understand square footage. So it's like, oh, I have a thousand square foot house. It's like. Is that big? Is that small? <laughs> I don't know. Um, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, which I think that's a little funny because you would think there would be 160 doors with 160 rooms, but that's just me. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> this isn't any uh, normal house. Oh, though. I know. <laughs> like, you can't expect one thing to match the other. It's insane. Oh my God. I want to go does, so bad. Doesn't she have doors that go nowhere? Yes. So like... The door don't need a room. Fuck that. This it. is very true.
0: Um, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens, and a. it was built at a price tag of $5 million in 1923, or can you guess how much today?
1: How much? 5 million in 1923? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've read up a lot recently on inflation. And I would. Um, you probably already saw it. No, my vision is horrible. I couldn't <laughs> read that even if you like it's, if you laid it flat right now. I still can't read it. I want to say, wrong. wait, let me guess. Okay. Um, seventy-five million dollars. Close. Seventy-one million dollars. Oh, today. I nailed
0: it. So. Um. And. It was. I mean, she inherited. Shit. Um, what was it? $24.3 million from back then, which is compared to $534 million today. So, I mean, she was pretty wealthy.
1: Yeah, she could afford all that construction.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, she just thought, you know, she was haunted by those ghosts. And uh, what's funny is that I heard that um, they say her heart stopped. I... There's different sources, but I did read one where um, she did die, ironically, because the ceiling collapsed on her while she slept, which I thought was a little humorous. So numerous. her cause
1: of death was her heart stopping, but there was also a ceiling on her?
0: See, there's two sources, so I don't really know what's true, but huh. those are the two things. It I don't know. do damn ghosts. Right. So um, it gets 12 million guests. To visit the mystery house, um, and since it opened in 1923, so it's whoa, whoa. one of the top destinations. So it in the was, it was
1: turned into a tourist attraction a year after she died. Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh yeah,
0: we're quick on that shit.
1: <laughs> How can we make money off this? Yeah, and
0: it's just like looking at the photos of the Winchester Mystery House. It's just it's fascinating and i like i really want to go and you know ghost adventures went there um and as did the Buzz- buzzfeed mystery boys they did i think taps even went when they were still around Oh, you know, taps?
1: <sighs> love that show so i wasn't a big fan of them and here's why it wasn't that they didn't catch anything good every now and again which they did and i liked what they did when they would play it play their EVPs for you and then let you figure out what you think you hear and then tell you. Whereas Ghost Adventures will, like, just put a caption on it and, like, you'll hear that. Yeah. Just, I feel like the power of suggestion is too much at play there. Yes. But they had too many people in their crew. I feel like because Ghost Adventures have a smaller crew, just, there's it's just three of them. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's four now because Nick left the show, Nick Groff. Yeah. Um. But it's just a few of them. There's no huge crew or, like, group of people following them around. So I feel like it's a little more easy to entice reactions from the specters if there's less people.
0: Yeah. So... Is that an ad?
1: Yeah, that is okay. an ad.
0: <laughs> so, and they actually made a movie, you know, Winchester, about this house. Um,
1: I hated it. I was not a fan. I it, like it because Helen Mirren is an absolute goddess. However, it was way too milked. They could have done so much better with that.
0: Yeah, and it it dragged out, making it seem like it was such a huge thing. Like, oh my God, how are we going to get this ghost? And then at the end, it was just like, wait, that was it? That was all you had to do? Right. It. It's one of those things where you know
1: someone was sitting there writing that movie and they were like, this is great. This is going to be good. And then, like, they had, they probably had a different ending. And then, like, the execs probably, like, no, we got to dumb it down for the audience. Yeah. 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 So, um,
0: so yeah, this is, was one of my favorite things,
1: want to go, and it was very short story, but. Well, do you have any, like, like accounts of like things that have happened there. Uh yeah, I do. So,
0: some of the um like ghost encounters or uh, we would call it spooky stories experiences experiences. Thank you, God. <laughs> um. Words are hard sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> so a lot of. Uh, A lot of people would say that there are footsteps heard shuffling to and from Mrs. Winchester's room. Um, Do you think, is it her servants or what? Um, Sometimes there's an apparition with black hair who is frequently stopping, spotted pushing a wheelbarrow. um, And halls of fires. So named for its many fireplaces. Prior to the mansion opening for tours one day, the worker was on a ladder. He felt a tap on his shoulder turned and no one was there. The worker refocused his attention on his task and when he felt what seemed like a hand pressing against his back, he was the only one in the room. So he uh, left that job. Ooh, yep. Bye. Um, another one, Sarah's Sealed Room is what they call it. Um, the source is patch.com. Um, the 1906 earthquake that destroyed San Francisco that caused serious damage to Mrs. Winchester's house. In fact, she was trapped in a room until her workers were able to set her free. Um, deeply shaken by her experience, Mrs. Winchester had the room sealed. It stayed that way until last year when the room was open and added to tours. How dare they? Yeah, if you want a haunting, that's how you get it. Um... A guide gathered participants in the room to explain the history and point out objects found inside more than 100 years after being sealed. The guide heard a loud sigh in the hallway and went outside to bring in the straggler. Didn't find any tourists but did see a small ghostly ghostly form gliding around the corner.
1: Oh, yep. You released something.
0: Um, and then there's even a video of surveillance. which That would be cool. Um... And then there's been some photographs taken in some of the rooms and you see like the white mist that people see. And I'm somewhat of a skeptic, like I believe it, but if it happens to someone else,
1: like I want to experience it myself. You take it with a grain of salt. That's okay. I am I believe a lot of people. I'm a very trusting person.
0: I mean, I believe them too, and like I'm so into the story, but it's like slightly jealous. I mean, when I worked at a store at the mall, I was working one night. I was closing, and we sold high heel shoes, and they're on like one of those little metal stands. Yeah, and I'm counting the the till. You know, I'm I'm closing by myself, and the shoe just falls over. Is this at Westroads? This is at opio. Oh. So, like, the shoe just falls over, and,
1: I mean, there's no wind. It's a heavy high-heel shoe. It was those big, like, Harajuku high heels that you sold at that one store, huh? That fetish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh,
0: pretty creepy. There was some account... We're not going to get into it. Uh,
1: that's not what this is about. Yeah, we can save a section <laughs> at the end for uh, a fun, creepy story about something that's happened to us. Yeah. There you go. Because I have one that I want to talk about right now, but it's going to derail us. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) We have no rails. (laughs) We're flying high.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, those are just some of the accounts that, you know, I've heard about or I've read. So, it's super interesting, and I hope when I visit there, I have an experience.
1: We should do, like, a night tour. Don't they, they do have, those. like, they have something where you, don't they have something where you can, like, spend the night there? I don't think They let so. the BuzzFeed boys do it. Well, they're making money. Like, we're not making money. They're, I mean, it's a press thing. Like, I don't want, well, we'll discuss
0: yeah. it. Yeah. We'll get back to you guys on that. <laughs> but that, oh, excuse me. That was the Winchester Mystery House.
1: One of the places I've always wanted to visit, too. Same. Okay, I guess that means it's my turn. Yes. Well, I have um, a rather extensive topic I really want to cover. I want to talk about this to all people at all times, but a lot of people look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, I, f- I stumbled across this on Reddit. Um, it's a subreddit called No Sleep. And most of the time, there are some stories there that are fictional and like just, you know, to make creep you out. But not nowhere near as much as you would find on the creepypasta subreddit. No sleep has more true accounts as far as I can tell. I do my best to 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 like check and like read comments and make sure that people aren't having us on. So in this particular situation, I have a Story on, on Reddit, the No Sleep subreddit. It says, I am a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service, and I have some stories to tell. First things first, I'm terrified of the forest. So it was like, I'm reading that. Mm-hmm. This is a very long four part, uh, t- um, what, what do I want to call it? Forum? Forum. Thank you. <sighs> okay, so this guy basically goes in and says, I've. I wasn't sure where to post these stories, so I figured I'd share them here. I've been an SAR, which is Search and Rescue Officer, for a few years now. And along the way, I've seen some things that I think you guys would be interested in. This one's rather long, but it's it's hooked me immediately. So I'm just going to read this one to you guys, and we can discuss afterwards. Okay, so I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. Most of the time, they just wander off the path or slip down a small cliff, and they just can't find their way back. The majority of them have heard the whole stay where you are thing and they don't wander far, but I've had two cases where that did not happen. Both bother me a lot and I use them as motivation to search even harder on the missing persons cases I get called on. The first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together and both of them went missing around the same time. Their parents lost sight of them for a few seconds and in that time both of the kids apparently wandered off. When their parents couldn't find them, they called us, and we came out to search the area. We found the daughter pretty quickly, and when we asked where her brother was, she told us that he'd been taken away by the bear man. She said she gave her berries. She said he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, and he wanted to play with her brother for a while. The last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the bear man and seemed calm. Of course, our first thought was abduction, but we never found a trace of another human being in that area. And the little girl was also insistent that the man was not a normal man. He was tall and covered in hair like a bear, and that he had a weird face. Now, I'm going to stop here, because... This is Jack Link's guy. <laughs> Jack Link's guy? no no okay just offer the kiss and be jerky the bear man i want you to remember this because there's going to be so many different cases going back all the way to the 30s of little children going missing and being kept completely safe by the bear man or the fuzzy man with a weird or no face at all Hmm. there's one in particular where this little girl was missing for three days was found totally clean in just her diaper completely unharmed totally fed, said that a, a big fuzzy man kept her in a tree hole for three days and fed her berries, and he had she had to eat them out of his hand. If she tried to take them, he would get mad, and the sky would get dark. <laughs> right. So, the bear man, I believe, is some... If, if I'm going to make a speculation, I either want to think... Sasquatch. A Sasquatch type, or... Something else. I
0: can't really... I mean, a Yeti, but that's like... How that kid is describing it, the first thing that popped in
1: my head was Bigfoot. Like, right. And and I think if if Bigfoot's real, I mean, if I were Bigfoot, I would probably be more trusting to children. See, I need more evidence on that. Okay, that's fine. I'm <laughs> just, our toes are in it. Okay, this is a 10, 12 foot deep pool where our toes are in it right now. Um <sighs> we searched the area for weeks. It was one of the longest calls I've ever been on but we never found a single trace of the kid. Uh the other was a young woman who was out hiking with her mom and grandpa. According to the mother, her daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest and she never came back down. They waited at the base of the tree for hours calling everywhere or calling her name before they called for help. Again, we searched everywhere and never found a trace of her. I have no idea where she could have possibly gone because neither her mother or grandpa saw her come down. Okay. These, there are, like I said, four total forums of stories like this from this guy. He does tell us other people's stories because he goes on this work retreat Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of different SAR officers and he tell they all tell him you know, their stories. There was Mm -hmm. this one woman who is in a particular area and she grew up in the area. So she knows those woods, like the back of her hand, she's telling him a story. And she's like, you know, I went to go pee in the woods. We just had a few beers. We're eating dinner. Um, and I go pee in the woods. And suddenly I just felt super hungry and I didn't know why I'd just eaten. So I started walking around for maybe half an hour, just wandering, really nowhere to go. Just walking and then suddenly my friend comes around this corner behind a tree and goes where have you been where have you been you've been gone for three days and she's like she's like i don't i don't remember i literally just got up to go pee and they're like no you left three days ago and they were searching for her the whole time she has no memory of what happened that's crazy they're
0: there is another podcast which is really good um it's called someone knows something and the first season is just this investigator just going or this little kid they all him and his family went fishing in the woods and he wandered off and still has never been found no trace of him so he just he's trying to go Back like you know, 30 years later, trying to like someone knows something. Right.
1: And trying to find it. I'm gonna have to listen to that. It's really that sounds good. Because this SAR officer, it, it really does sound like his his superiors know something. That they're just they there's another this doesn't have anything to do with any missing people, but they do these, you know, rounds in the woods all the time. And one day, like his third, fourth month in the, into the job, they're walking through the woods and they see a random just standalone staircase in the middle of the woods. No leaves on it, good condition, a wooden staircase like you would find in a house he you just took it out of the house and smacked it in the woods. And his superior that he's walking with, he goes, don't even look at it. Just keep walking. We're not even going to pay any attention. What? And he was like... Why? It's a random staircase. He he figured, oh, like from a distance, he figured, oh, maybe there was a house out here and it fell apart around. No, the closer he got to it, the more uneasy he felt. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. He felt uneasy. He felt like he heard all the bugs stop buzzing. And that was when his superior was like, get away from it. Don't even look at it. So he finally, after like three hours of walking with his superior, he's like, you've got to tell me something about these stairs, man. And the guy goes, all I'm going to tell you is what I've experienced and why I do not mess with these stairs. When I was fresh off the, fresh on the job, just like you, I was six months in, we're walking through the woods, me and another rookie. We didn't have a superior with us. Two rookies together? Two rookies. Yeah. Smart move. Uh, But apparently this was the nineties, so. Um, but they found a staircase and this guy was like oh that's crazy again it was pristine there were no leaves or dirt on it so the guy he walks up to the top of the staircase and he reaches out to touch the tree which is right maybe two feet in front of the top of the staircase and rookie number two who's down on the floor my bad, hears a whip sound and the guy at the top of the stairs his hand is gone His hand is cut clean off. What? And his hand is nowhere to be found. What? Mm Mm-hmm. 13 years later, something like that, in another part of the same national park, someone found a perfectly preserved hand inside of a tree. Cut clean off. Did they match it to the guy? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah would have been my first question the staircase is really really creeping me out this guy has stories of something following so he's he's on a search and rescue mission obviously that's what he does and they're about to give up for the night and Mm -hmm. suddenly the woman they're searching for comes running out of the woods looking behind her like something's chasing her and he was like there's nothing back there. You're fine. He wrapped her in a blanket. He sat her down. Everybody's around her. And he turns around to look back at what she was running from. And he saw what he says is a tall, thin man walking like up like a... Like, the, like Reagan in The Exorcist when she goes down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Bent backwards. And he walks like that a little bit. And then he stands up on his hands and he just flips closer to him. No. That's what he... This guy, he has stories in that book by the author I was telling you about a few years ago, Dave mm-hmm. Politis. Yes. Dave Politis is a former um, detective. Yeah. He goes to all of these national parks and he talks to everybody about missing people. Like I said, dating back to the twenties and thirties all yeah. the way to like most recently. If you look at like missing people, most of them that are in national parks, national parks. Exactly there, I have another one. I think this happened in the 50s or 60s. A mom, her toddler son, her, her seven or eight-year-old son who is in a wheelchair, wheelchair bound, cannot walk. And her husband, are all camping. So mom is holding the kid, talking to her son, looks down at her kid to talk to him that's on her hip, and then looks back at her son. He's gone. They look For days and days and days. Dogs couldn't find his scent. He was nowhere to be found. There were no wheel tracks anywhere. Mm -hmm. They found a completely destroyed wheelchair at the top of a 40-foot tree. About a mile away, they found his body shred to pieces in the top of a 40-foot tree. Mm. And I wouldn't have believed these stories if I didn't read them from a former detective book. You know what I mean? Yeah. I found, originally I found this, you know, on Reddit and I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. I wouldn't 100% believe it. But then I read deeper, found out that he's been in contact with Dave Politis and Dave Politis is fully backing it. Yeah.
0: You gave me that book, uh, Missing 411. The black one? Yeah. I've been looking for that. It's, I have it somewhere. It. It's amazing. It's very, very fascinating. It is. So, I don't know. I would I would love to do more research on it. Like, send me that
1: link. I you know, definitely like, will. I'll do that right now. Super cool. Let me turn my phone down because that went off. Yeah. I mean, how rude can you be? <sighs> but, yeah, that's super cool. Um, and, yeah, that's... Uh... That's mine. I definitely have, there's, there's so much to this one, you guys. I swear I could talk about this for hours. Mm -hmm. I really just wanted to kind of skim the surface on this for the first episode. Uh, I didn't want to sound like a total Mm -hmm. batshit, but um, yeah, that's, that's probably going to be a recurring topic like every other or every few episodes. I'll bring up another fun Dave Politis search and rescue national park story. Yeah, that would be super cool because, God, they're so interesting. I can always find some that I've never read before. It's, it's insane. And that book I gave you, The Missing 411 by Dave Politis, I, that's one of four. There's more. That's awesome. Yeah, because I would love to read more on
0: that stuff. Like, it's just, it's insane. And and it makes
1: me never want to go to a national park. But also, yes, I want to find a staircase. my god if i found a staircase would you climb it no but jordan would jordan is my fiance you
0: would risk his hand
1: i don't know if he would risk his hand he likes video gaming too much
0: yeah i don't know i mean maybe you just go with someone you don't like as much and And
1: yes my mortal (sighs) enemy get their hand chopped off (laughs) Oh yeah, I've heard great things about these staircases. I heard that this one guy went up to the top and touched the tree that he could reach and he won the lottery the next day. It was crazy. <laughs> you should do that. Yeah, and then lawsuit and... Sue me for what? For the for the ghost and or portal that may or may not have chopped off your hand and planted it in a tree? Yeah, that's, yeah I have to... That one's probably one of the most wild ones I've heard. There are some more that are like more on the realm of the believable. I I don't want to say that it's unbelievable because I've s- seen I haven't seen. I've heard some things that really make me believe in alternate dimensions and um you know portals. I don't know. The face you're making makes me feel like you don't believe that stuff. I I can't skeptic. see her face I, but she goes Mm, mm, better not that face that face
0: <laughs> I just I don't know I have to see it for myself okay let's go find a
1: staircase <sighs> let's throw an apple at the top that and see requires what hiking ew <laughs> yeah so um,
0: we are going to close up the show tonight with um, what is a
1: spooky thing that has happened to you oh hmm 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 I think I'm going to tell you about the time I heard this okay, it was back in Mom and Dad's old house, uh, and we had this right at the top of the stairs, there was a hallway and then it took an a, like a sharp left, and then there were bedrooms on all sides. and there was on the corner where it turned, there was a mirror. And I didn't have a mirror in my bedroom, so I would check my outfit and my hair every day before I left in that mirror. God, I remember that house. I miss that house, honestly. I do a little bit as well. <laughs> and, um, I, I, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm checking my hair. and doing my hair toss, feeling good as hell. And I, I hear very suddenly right behind my left ear, my right ear, which is four feet from my parents' bedroom door, um, I hear this. right right in my ear mom was at the bottom of the stairs and she just happened to be looking up at me and saw me flinch and and recoil from it and like curl up and my face went hot and I almost peed my pants it was honestly probably the scariest sound I ever heard in my life It does sound scary I've been told and I had a friend named Monica at Job Corps who told me that she could see, I don't want to say guardian angels because that makes it sound a little too religious, but she said she she saw my companion. I have a companion that follows me around. He was really pissed at you? Or maybe he was annoyed at me. Maybe he didn't like the shirt I was wearing that day. I don't know. He's probably really emotional like I am and doesn't know how to express it. I'm not going to hold that against him. He might also be a Scorpio. Have you heard anything since? yeah I hear things all the time, especially when I'm in a like a room that doesn't have like a box fan mm. ninety percent of the reason I have a box fan is so that I don't hear these little noises when I'm in dead silence because you know do you know the sound that chihuahua makes like like Charlie makes little oh yeah when she when she's too like fast. drinks too fast or something like that, yeah, I hear that behind me all the time, yeah just Your like spir- I don't know if it's the spirit thing. I don't know if it's that. But I know that there's something that that makes these weird little noises. One time, I heard you, right behind me, say my name. Yeah. And you weren't even home that night. It was when I was living in the basement and you were in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, right behind the couch there, I was like, I heard McKenna, and I was like, I didn't even hear you going downstairs. And there was nobody there. Weird. Yep. Well, um... Do you have any
0: creepy stories? I do. I, uh, have a few, but... Um, I know... I was... I was laying in bed. I was getting ready to go to sleep. Josh, my boyfriend, didn't come to bed with me. He was still out in the living room. And I was, like, falling asleep... And all of a sudden, like in my ear, I hear somebody whisper, "Like that was a little, like what?
1: What was that?" We said, "Babe." Mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah. That not and like not only is that creepy, but like that you need to learn some boundaries because <laughs> only one person calls me babe.
0: Yeah, and um, you know how you're in that state of sleep, like you're not sleeping in REM stage but you're awake you're aware you around yeah yeah so I'm laying in bed and I'm in that state and I feel just little pause like how Salem would jump up on the bed and like walk around and so I feel him walking around and then like I will kind of get up and go pet him mm-hmm. there's no cat
1: you know, that happens to me, too. Like, it's, it feels like you're, you can feel the animal jump on the bed and mm-hmm. then the animal's not there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That happened to me, actually, just a couple of weeks ago at, at Jordan's grandma's house. I was laying down in the bed, twin-size bed, and there's not a lot of room for an animal to jump up there, for <sighs> one. For two, there's no dog in that house. Mm. And I sleep with the door shut, so the animals can't get in there. There's um, There's two cats. Neither of which are, are like, like me enough to come up and sleep with me. So when I felt an animal jump on the corner of the bed, I f- immediately freaked out. <sighs> nope, not one. Um, I have another story, but it's not necessarily creepy, although I did get creeped out. This is a little funny one, a little funny for you. Um, once again, I'm sleeping in the bed, at grandma's house. And Salsa is sleeping in the room with me that night. And he's under the bed. He's doing his thing, and all of a sudden, I hear like carnival music, and I was like, "What?" I'm watching Gilmore Girls on my phone. I have my headphones in, but I hear carnival music. I take out my headphones, and then I hear carnival music very lightly, and then I hear this ha 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 ha, ha. and I was like, "What the hell?" It's coming from under the bed. All well, my wolf's laughing under the bed right now, and I like I can't believe I mustered the courage because I'm a wimp. To look under the bed with the flashlight, but Salsa, my cat, had turned on an old toy that used to belong to Jordan when he was a little, little kid. And the speaker is so old that it just made it sound even creepier. And I'm up, it's four in the morning, and I'm holding these, this thing in my hand. I'm like, I'm about to cry because I'm so happy that it wasn't a <laughs> demon under the bed laughing at me with circus music. Yeah. And that's what and that was my Wednesday night. <laughs> It was a good night. Yeah. So, uh, please send us your spooky stories. Yes, behind the shadows podcast at gmail dot com. Send us some scary stories because not a lot of super scary stuff happens to us, but we like to talk about the scary stuff that does happen in general. So let's make it happen. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and
0: I hope you tell your friends. And I'll tell my friends. Are you gonna tell your friends? <laughs> I'm gonna tell my friends I'm gonna and gonna um, share this one. We're going to create a Facebook page, too. Facebook page and Instagram, so we can share the stories or pictures
1: of what we talk about. Yeah, that would be cool. So then you can start, like share that video of the surveillance at the Winchester. Yeah,
0: so um, rate, subscribe. Yeah. Tell your friends. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Be back soon.